0: This is Ticats Today. Yes, it is. Ticats Today for a Wednesday, September the 1st, 2021. It's your digital host, Louis B. Thanks for checking us out on the Ticats Audio Network, wherever you get your podcasts. A reminder to like and subscribe. Maybe leave a review as well. Always appreciate what you have to say. You can also hit us up on Twitter at Ticats or at Louis B underscore TV. Happy September, first day of September. And you know what that means? We are just that much closer to the Labor Day Classic, now just five short days away. And the Ticats, we're back at the practice field today. Day zero of practice ahead of Monday's Labor Day Classic against the Toronto Argonauts. And you can start to feel a little bit of a buzz in the air down here at the stadium as uh, things are getting set as we're Getting ready to welcome fans back for the first time in uh, more than 600 days, span of nearly two years between games uh, at Tim Hortons Field, and much, much anticipated matchup against the Argos on Monday. We got a great show coming up today. Personal, uh, someone I've looked up to in the business, I should say, uh, for a very long time. Chris Cuthbert. Uh, now with Sportsnet, but a longtime CFL broadcaster, a Canadian Football Hall of Famer in the media wing here. Uh, so looking forward to chatting with him about uh, Labor Day Classic. Uh, uh, mixed emotions for, for CC heading into this game. So uh, we'll get to Chris Cuthbert in just a few moments. We'll also hear from uh, Coach O as he spoke after practice. We'll hear from Frankie Williams, named the CFL's top performer yesterday. And uh, obviously a, a great performance, and he's looking to build on that. As he uh, takes on the Argos on Monday, as the rest of the TyCats do, as well. All right, let's hear from uh, Coach O, Orlando Steinauer. He spoke after practice today.
1: I just we just let it play out, but anytime you win, it's it's a great feeling, and uh, it was good. It was good to be back on the field. Beautiful day out there, and I thought uh, we were pretty efficient out there today. <laughs> I think that's kind of the the cliche that follows football. Uh, you know, to each their own. I just know that uh, Labor Day usually signifies the halfway point of a season. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I think everybody's kind of grooved and figured everything out and and what this season's about. But other than that, it's just another football game that albeit uh, the Labor Day Classic. Yeah, well, Stephen had a you know, he was having a great camp. Uh, he He had a I believe a foot injury at some point. So that kind of limited him and uh, you know, we, we knew he was somebody we wanted to keep around. You never know when they're going to be called upon as I was alluding to earlier. So, yeah, he's just been a guy that's been steady. Uh, confidence in himself is growing, uh, obviously in, in his health. And then obviously the quarterbacks are are comfortable throwing him the ball. So, uh, good for him. He was able to make an impact play for us. And, you know, we look for him to make more of those plays. Well, I, I mean, I think they're experienced, I think they're talented, I think they're playing with belief, I think they're playing hard. Um, we know it's going to be a battle, but uh, we won't focus a ton on them right. as much as we're focused on ourselves and and just consistent improvement. Uh, yeah, they're very talented, right? And, you know, they, they've got some belief, they've played some tough games uh, right off the jump um, and, and handled themselves uh, very well. So um, obviously we have a, a lot of respect for what they're doing, but um, again our focus will remain solely on ourselves and obviously we will pay attention to what they do
0: that is coach orlando steinar as he spoke after practice today and a couple of roster notes to let you know about here as uh, the tie have signed national linebacker jarek richards Uh, Richards is uh, 25. He attended camp with the Ticats in July, uh, was a fourth-round selection in the 2021 CFL draft. He spent three seasons with the St. Mary's Huskies, a native of Montreal, Quebec. Uh, That kind of uh, triggered a couple of other roster moves. As uh, David Watford, quarterback David Watford, has been added to the active roster from the suspended list. Uh, Travis Vorncall has been added to the practice roster from the suspended list. And Wes Hills and Miles Manalo have both been placed on the six-game injured list. So that uh, six-game injured list of the Ticats keeps growing. And again, they're not going to make excuses, but Tavir Posey's still on it. Braylon Addison still on it. Uh, Chris Van Zyl on it now. And now, uh, tough break. Miles Manalo was having a great season on special teams, and I'm sure he will uh, be missed as uh, they look to kind of uh, replace his production on what he was able to do on uh, special teams coverage. All right, um, we mentioned uh, we mentioned Frankie Williams named a CFL top performer and uh, obviously a well-deserved honor for uh, Frankie, and we caught up with him after practice today uh, to discuss being named uh, a special t- a top performer, excuse me, and, uh, and his expectations heading into the Labor Day Classic. Uh, it meant a lot. It was my
2: turn. Uh, we'll have a lot of guys this year that I had their opportunity. Um, just make the plays when they come your way. Yeah, just as a unit, we talk about it. We harp on it. Just get as many first downs as possible. That would be less um, offense and field position that the offense don't have to do. Great. Uh, that we won't quit. Uh, we, had, we didn't start off very fast, but we started from the top with Coach Jeff. Uh, we follow his lead strongly. Uh, I try to just lead by example, have fun with it, uh, play with enthusiasm, passion, and make sure we execute, and then just keep going. man. Uh, I think the biggest thing I, I would say is grit. We just won't give up. We keep fighting and uh, have that mentality. Yeah, whatever the team needs me to be, um, I am. I just want to make sure I'm accountable before myself, before anybody else accountable. Uh, make sure I come in ready to work, work hard, feed off everybody else's energy. It's a lot of leaders on our team. Uh, you don't have to be a vet. You could be a rookie. It's a lot of ways to lead. We just want to make sure we're growing together and continue doing that. Yeah. We want to, we want to be the first team in the country to go through a game with no penalties. Uh, it's definitely something we harp on. We focus on, we emphasize on uh, just playing smart football, complimentary football. We don't need those things to help our offense that'll hinder us. Uh, the defense work hard to get us the ball back. So on special teams, we want to, Maintain position or create a turnover depending on what special teams unit out on the field and then just get a back ball to our offense and let them do what they do. Yeah, it was fun. It was It was actually – it was real good. Uh, we had some guys in early um, that played their role, did their job, uh, and it was fun, but we got our guys back now. It's a great group of guys. All guys can play. All guys can fit in and, and do what we need to do. It's just a matter about communicating, making sure we do the fundamental things right, correctly, execute. And practice all week, and then it'll always carry over to the game. But I definitely think these four days will help us uh, just a group getting back. We got some young guys that, that do their part on and off the field, helping us with tendencies and things like that. It's just a big group effort.
0: That is Frankie Williams, the week four CFL's top performer after a solid game from. Him, of course, Labor Day, just a few short days away. You're going to want to make sure you tune in to the Ty Cats Audio Network as you're tailgating, as you're making your way to the stadium. Andy Tuesday and I will have Tiger Cats pregame presented by Active Green and Ross one hour before kickoff. Of course, we'll hand it over to RJ Broadhead and Luke Tasker, who will have the call. Of that game against the Argos. And Ticats Audio Network always pumping out great new shows for you. And a brand new episode of the Coach O Show dropping today. So make sure you go check that out. And a brand new episode of Taskin' Twos. Starring Luke Tasker and Andy Fantuz that will be coming out tomorrow. If you haven't already, make sure to like and subscribe uh, to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts on the Ticats Audio Network. All right. I am very, very pleased to be joined by my next guest here. He is a Canadian Football Hall of Famer, a legendary CFL broadcaster, and uh, this year got to check something off his uh, career bucket list as he called the Stanley Cup Finals on national TV for the first time. And I'm very pleased to be joined with uh, with Chris Cuthbert now. And Chris, uh, first of all, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, You're someone I've looked up to in the business for a while. So uh, thanks for the time today.
3: Uh, Good to be with you, Louis, and uh, it's great to be able to talk about Labor Day for sure. I I read a piece once you took the Sportsnet job,
0: and and from last year, uh, you sat down with Kevin McGran, and and you had said that Labor Day was going to bring some mixed feelings, and I I have a feeling that this year with football back, uh, that might be even more so.
3: Well, you know, I, I noticed last year more than I think any other day in the summer when, when Labor Day hit and there was no football that it really hit home for me. There was that, that void that all Canadian football league fans felt. And, uh, this year it's great that they're back. Uh, let's uh, give Marshall Ferguson a shout out for his first, uh, broadcast last week. Uh, and I know fans across the country are excited about Labor Day. They always are. Uh, I am too, but, uh, bittersweet because I, I know for so many years, I'd either be at, uh, uh Ivor winner Tim Hortons and uh in recent years almost always at uh, uh old mosaic or new mosaic and then rushing for the airport to get to Calgary for the uh, for the Labor Day game there the next day so it was uh it was one it was one of my favorite weekends of the year for sure
0: so this will be the first time and I believe 30 years that you're you're not in the booth for a game can we go back to that first one do you remember that that first Labor Day classic that you worked
3: well, the neat thing for me was my very first game on uh, on national television was a Labor Day game. Uh, Don Whitman was covering the World Track and Field Championships in Japan. And uh, so I waited seven years at CBC for an opportunity to do a game. And uh, uh, on one hand, uh, you couldn't have asked for a better game to get a Labor Day game in Hamilton, Hamilton and, and Toronto. Now, the situation was a little bit different because the Cats were 0-8 going into that game. The Argos were on their way to a great cup with Rocket Ishmael, Matt Dunnigan, Mike O'Shea, the middle linebacker. They were a powerhouse team, Pinball Clements, of course. Um, so it was 0-8 Cats. And so I, you know, I mean, you go in happy you got the game, just hoping it might be close. Well, it, it was more than that. It was just a spectacular day for uh for the Tiger Cats. Um, it, it, it was the end of the David Beckman era, not David Beckham, but <laughs> David Beckman had been the coach. He was fired at 0-8, John Gregory came in, and uh, the Tiger Cats end up winning, I think, 42-24, to and Lee Knight had uh, the game of his life. He had two touchdowns, and I just looked it up. Lee Knight only had two touchdowns that whole year, uh, but, and I, if memory serves me correct, he almost had a third touchdown. I think he got stopped down at at about the one yard line, but it was non-stop big plays. Uh, it couldn't have been a better showcase for me. And if that had been a blowout, I might never got another game, but I just rode the coattails of a, of a classic Canadian football league game. And, uh, the rest is sort of history. But uh, but I also think it says something about uh, uh, Labor Day, that an 018 team can do that. And I got one more story about Lee Knight there because a million years later, or maybe in the last few years, I was getting ready for a game at, uh, I think at Ivor maybe in the last year at Ivor And um, a girl approached me the day before the game or, or, or game day and uh, introduced herself. She says, I'm Lee Knight's daughter. And I said, Oh, I'm really pleased to meet you. Boy, did he ever light it up on Labor Day in 1991? And she rolled her eyes like only a daughter could and said, Oh yeah, we hear about it all the time. But that was, it was beautiful because uh, uh, I know Lee Knight and I cherish that 91 game probably more than anybody else.
0: Well, as someone who has heard the story about how his dad tore his kneecap playing football at uh, Sir Winston High School in St. Catharines, I, I appreciate a good dad story and a good dad eye roll uh, anytime. Uh, Arkell is uh, saying it that uh, Christmas might as well come on Labor Day. Uh, what is it about Labor Day? You mentioned it there that even a 0-8-8 Ticats team, it can feel like the Grey Cup. What, what, makes, what makes Monday afternoon football in the Stipley special?
3: Uh, you know, I, I guess it's tradition. I, I think a lot of things go into it. It's uh, – I think when the calendar turns to September, everybody, you know, it's kind of – it's back to work, it's back to school, but there's one last kind of, you know, one last uh, shot at summer. But it, it, there's just something about the mood, the celebration, and uh, and, and we heap on the history, and, and and it's amazing how the players – and many of them are new to it every year, but they immediately, uh, it's by osmosis, they, they, they understand it's not another game. It's, it's like the closest thing you can get to the playoffs before the playoffs, and uh, it usually means some pretty spectacular football.
0: As I don't want to call you an outsider, but as as someone who who doesn't have a responsibility to call the games, not working the games, as a fan, what have you seen through the first uh, few weeks of the season here that uh, that's caught your eye?
3: Well, defense first for sure. Uh, that uh, you know, I'm I'm waiting for the offenses to catch up because uh, that's when the CFL is at its best, I think. And. And I'm I'm probably uh, I'm probably got the wrong audience here because uh, for a million years the Cats have been known for their uh, for their great defense and and uh, that's what Ticat uh, fans love about their team. But uh, I'm waiting for the offenses to get juiced up a little bit. But it's competitive. It's uh, it's like any other year. We get to Labor Day and uh, and there is a little bit of a separation. But I really do believe it's what happens from labor day on that tells you a lot about uh, who's going to win in the Canadian football league. So, uh, so I, I think we're just getting warmed up.
0: And I, I know, you know, Orlando Steinauer well from his playing days now with his coaching days. Uh, obviously he's the right guy to lead this team, but how do you expect him to kind of take this team to the next level after what he did last season? Well, I,
3: you know, I, I, I don't think there's a better coach in the league and right, right now, and I'm, I'm not just saying this, I, I, I don't have to. I don't have to be nice to anybody, but uh, it's a. There's there's really good staffs right across the league right now, but uh, Orlando's just uh, he's he's just uh, one of the one of the good men in the league, and uh, and they're gonna they're gonna get it going on both sides of the of football, and uh, and uh, you know I I think we all expected that Hamilton was gonna run away and hide in the East. That's that's not gonna happen, and the the Labor Day rivals are a lot better than I think. Uh, uh, people expected out of the gate. Ryan Dinwiddie's done a terrific job with the Argos, so uh, um, I, I think this this next couple of games is going to tell you a lot.
0: And I just got to ask you a non-football related question because I know that it had been one of your career goals to call, you know, a Stanley Cup on national television. Having to get to experience that in the last few months, what was what was that moment like for you as someone who has accomplished so much in Canadian broadcasting, gold medals, great cups, to have that kind of um, to, to reach that moment for yourself what did that mean to you
3: well it was a, a long time that's a long-standing goal and uh I, got, I started with Hockey Night in Canada in, in 1984 and thought that one day in the distant future I, I, I'd get that opportunity I, I didn't realize the distant future might be 37 years later but uh but it was great and and you know what i'm I'm grateful for the for the number of great cup games I got to do because I thought it it prepared me uh prepared me well for the occasion and uh especially after the game that that post game after a championship is one of my favorite things where you can celebrate the accomplishments of uh of each individual as they get their turn with the cup and and I used to love that about uh uh, doing the Grey Cup every year, you know, uh, as much as you like calling the game when it was over and, and you could kind of pay tribute to the team that had uh, the last team standing, It, it was uh, it's always been special for me and I, I finally got to do it for uh, for a hockey championship as well.
0: Well, Chris, as uh, as an 18-year-old kid in uh, grade 12, not sure what he wanted to do, uh, listening to you call Sidney Crosby's golden goal in my uh, friend's basement really helped uh, push me in the direction, and uh, I just want to let you know that uh, I'm not sure if I'd be sitting here if it wasn't uh, for for the legend that you are, so thank you, and thank you for giving me some time this afternoon.
3: Awesome, Louie. We could talk Labor Day football all day, but uh, especially with you, and, and all the best in your career. And, uh and thanks for making me feel uh, a little bit older, but uh, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> My thanks to uh, Chris Cuthbert. And uh, every once in a while, you, you kind of pinch yourself and you, you stop and you see who you're talking to. And yesterday, I had a moment like that with uh, with uh, Rod Smith. And uh, today, having a moment like that with, uh, with Chris Cuthbert, that story, 100% absolutely true. Uh, you know, 18-year-old, 17-year-old, grade 12 kid, not sure what he wanted to do. Uh, saw the, the, the moment, the Olympic gold medal, the golden goal, Sidney Crosby, and uh, uh, really inspired me to, to become a broadcaster and uh, you know to get to talk to Chris Cuthbert. Uh, just always, always, always a special time. So uh, my thanks to him for stopping by. And my thanks to you for stopping by as well uh, because uh, we could not do this show without you. We appreciate your support. Make sure you like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. All you got to do is search the Ticats Audio Network. Of course we have your daily updates from practice with tie cats today and a great lineup of shows for you to check out make sure you go do that thanks for tuning in today we're back tomorrow same time same place for the tie cats audio network i'm louis b hoping you have a great day